What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Shooting the Breeze, and we're recording right in between uh, the end of the Super Bowl and right before uh, Valentine's Day. And I have some things I'd like to talk about about the Super Bowl. Which should have a name. Um, wait, what do you mean? This period. Of time. This period, yeah. This little gap, which I don't ever feel like the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day have ever been this close together before. Yeah, I don't, they don't feel I, right. I feel like there's at least more than a week, not just a couple days. But anyways, I didn't really have a, a dog in the fight, whether you know Chiefs win or 49ers win. I definitely wanted 49ers to win over the Chiefs. A little bit because of Taylor Swift, and I'm not a big fan of Patrick Mahomes. But we're also going to talk about some commercials that we all saw. If you watch mm. the Super Bowl, <laughs> I have a I have some thoughts about some of the commercials that I saw personally. Um, Sawyer also is bringing us some. Go ahead, Sawyer. What are you bringing? Yeah, us? I'm doing the Bible side of it. Doing <laughs> so. the, he's Sawyer's bringing bringing us the actual scripture. <laughs> yeah, um, that well, the, well, I'm just going to bounce some things off you. Yeah, I just did a little research. Okay. into some things about if. If the Bible even talks about half the stuff that we used to talk about, okay. doing it right this time. Yeah. No, I'm down. I'm down to hear what we got. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, let's dive on in. All right. So, Super Bowl. Let's talk about it. Valentine's Day. All right. We're, we're sandwiched right in between the two when we're recording this. Um, mm-hmm. You have any plans for Valentine's Day? Anything, I myself. Anything? I had plans and they've all fallen through. Really? Nothing schedule-wise has worked out. Um, I'm going to be the guy that says that Valentine's is a little overrated. Well, yeah. Um, and I didn't know this, but my post office lady, Shay, shout out Shay, <laughs> she, she i wanted to go check my mail today and i was telling her um you know asking her about her plans for valentine's day she was telling oh i'm doing this for my husband and i'm doing this for my husband i was like oh that's that's cool i was like that's cool to be <laughs> well, on it the, goes uh, both ways yeah Question i was mark. like that's that's crazy and, I, and she was like well what's uh what's cassie getting you and i was like i thought uh i thought valentine's was always about the girl not really the guy she was like well yeah it is except for on a leap year and i was like what huh she said, yeah, and she Googled it in front of me. And so there's an exception to the rule of Valentine's Day. If it is a leap year, Valentine's Day is where the man gets the gifts and the man gets all the attention. All the t- other I years. I got to text Jude right now. I, that's what I, right? I said. <laughs> I, know, I can't look at my phone. <laughs> I told her, I said, send me that. I said, send me that. And, and then I you send it, it to me. Right. So I didn't know that. But yeah, if, hey. This I was is a public loop. service announcement. <laughs> yeah, I was out of the loop on this, but if it is a leap year, and I wish I, I wish I had my phone, but I can look it up. Yeah, I can like, look it up right now. Look up what it says about um, Valentine's Day for men or Valentine's Day leap on year. A leap year. Yeah, right. and when well, she told me that, I was like, "That's not a thing. You made that up." Let's see what Google has to say about it. Valentine's Day. All right. It can get even more special if it falls on a leap year, like 2024. Tradition has it uh, that in a leap year, the tables are turned and the woman can propose to their man. Oh, what? Oh, whoa, whoa. I've never heard of this in my life. I hadn't either. For, I hadn't I've either. been on the earth for almost 25 years now. I don't, well, my thing is like, I've been through at least three or four valentine's days on a leap year and i never knew this was a thing 
until she told me about it today. But yeah, I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to, you know, throw that out there, announce that that hey, this this is for the boys. This year is for the boys. So, well, yeah, I'm texting my wife after. <laughs> I'm letting her know right now she messed up. Actually, I'm not gonna say anything. And then, <laughs> play victim and then get it get <laughs> and be like, so mad, like just be so Are you mad. Serious? Uh, like you really don't know. <laughs> I get this once every four years, and you and want- you've stolen it from me, <laughs> and you just couldn't let me have it. That's crazy. So yeah, You're selfish. Um, yeah, and what's so sad is that when this episode releases, it's gonna be after. It's Valentine's. gonna be after. It's gonna be after Valentine's Day. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna be mad until this episode comes out, and then but um, she listens to it. I'm telling know. you, I'm preparing you for 2028. When now we'll all know in four years. Hey, this is how we got. To, this is how it's gonna be done. So uh, that's beautiful. But moving on to the Super Bowl. Kudos, oh. Sorry to cut you off, but kudos to uh, Shay. Yeah, shout she's out Shay. I wish she I don't even know if she it. listens to this, but she's a real one for letting me know. Because like she benefited nothing. Like she didn't benefit from <laughs> yeah. telling me that. So, uh, anyways, yeah, shout out to her. But I kind of wanted to talk about the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and um, some of the commercials that I saw during the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not sure who y'all voted for to win the Super Bowl between the 49ers and, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, like I said in the, in the intro, I'm not the biggest fan of Either. Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift, which I have my own theories about her. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan, and I'm not even a fan of Travis Kelsey. I like football, but... Next episode. Yeah, I'm telling you. Taylor Swift conspiracies. Travis Kelsey is the... Uh, he's one of the biggest faces for Pfizer. The okay. uh, COVID uh, booster, mm. and he's also the face of Bud Light now, which is you know I'm pretty liberal uh, <laughs> mm. a brewery. But anyways, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about some of the commercials we saw. So, out of all the commercials that I saw, I would like to clarify. I've seen I've seen none of them. I didn't watch the yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl hardly. So I. I a lot of people end up like actually just watch the Super Bowl for the commercials, right? Because Kale was really hyped up about it. Yeah, Shout and, out Kale, or the Arthur. halftime show or whatever. Which halftime show this year? I don't care what you say. It hit, dog. You liked it, but I'm a Usher fan. Oh, it was short. It's kind of but... mid. Kind of mid. Did you see all those memes about uh, what's her name? Alicia Keys. Yeah, Alicia yeah. Keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that yeah. was funny. Um, so one of the commercials that I saw was. One, it was a Jesus commercial. I heard there was a few. So there was, but there was one specifically that that popped out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an org organization, a Christian organiz- Christian organization that puts out these commercials. Um, and they did one. They did some for the Super Bowl last year. And right. I will say, it is cool to see that they're pushing Jesus and commercials. Into like a an event that's mm-hmm. that's so big that's such a su- such a big event that they're broadcasting Jesus throughout that and I'm glad all the people that were touched by that but I I have some issues with it and I want you to watch the commercial first okay before I'm also I, looking at what it, the average cost for airtime on the Super Bowl is oh it's expensive yeah I, it's like didn't millions. Kanye pay like seven something like I just, don't know if that's real any, or not I don't know I don't know if that's I saw real something or not. about it. But yeah, it's it's uh it's millions. It's very expensive to get put on. Um, Thirty second commercial spot during the Super Bowl was seven million. Yeah. So, and this yeah this was thirty thirty seconds to a minute. Hmm. Let's see. Hold on, I'm about to skip it. 
Okay, here we go. It's a minute long, so that is 60 seconds. So $14 million. $14 million to have this aired on the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. I get it. I I mean, I get what they're going for. So, initial thoughts, good or bad? uh, Take it out of context. Or it's like, it's it's taking two things and like mushing them together to convey a message that are into not, not used in the same context. So yeah, so let me, uh, I'm going to narrate this commercial for you real quick. Um, so it's 60 seconds long, right? Mm-hmm. And basically throughout uh, the 60 second ad, it's basically um, different ethnic groups, different uh, class of people washing mm-hmm. each other's feet, right? So there's a, there's a scene where a white officer is washing the feet of an African-American man. There's a scene where an older woman is washing the feet of a uh, young lady who has mm-hmm. tattoos and she's in front of a uh, abortion clinic. Abortion clinic, yeah. The very end kind of caught me off guard, but there's one where a priest is washing the feet of a homosexual man, yeah. right? And like I said, I'm not, I'm, I don't have a problem with these things. Right. Now, at the very end of the commercial, it says Jesus didn't hate. Didn't teach hate. Yeah. He didn't teach hate. He washed feet. Yes. Right? And then it has their logo, which is he gets us, all mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. And so this kind of threw me off. Not because, like I said, I'm glad they're putting Jesus out there. Right. I'm glad they're trying to share the message. Mm-hmm. And I honestly... and and. Let's let's do this first before we dive into and try to dissect this. Let's talk about why they put washing feet in there, right? And I have the scripture right here. Okay. So in John 13, verse 2, it okay. says, The evening, evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to portray Jesus. By mm-hmm. the way, I'm narrating what is... Uh, why Jesus is washing feet, I'm talking right. about in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, 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 feet. <laughs> drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Okay, so I'm just explaining to you why washing feet was a big deal back then, right? When he was finished, and this is Jesus is even explaining why he washed people's feet. Right. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is who I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Mm-hmm. So what is Jesus? Why did Jesus wash people's feet? Why did Jesus wash his disciples' feet, right? Mm-hmm. My mind, the way I interpret that is Jesus washed his disciples' feet to show that even the, the, the being, the God that created heavens and earth mm-hmm. can humble himself and do a deed with a servant's heart, right. right? So basically telling us, people, disciples, whatever, hey. I might bless you with power. I might bless you with wealth. I might bless you with your dreams, right? Mm-hmm. But never get in your mind that you have so much power or become too prideful mm-hmm. that you can't humble yourself and still serve with a servant's heart, right? Right. right. That is the message that I... I, I get from that. That's <laughs> yeah. what I get from that, Same right? Here. Same here. So when I see this commercial of all these different people 
you know, washing all these other people's, you know, feet. I don't have a problem with that, right? No. no. What I have a problem with is that I think being someone that didn't know anything about Jesus or know anything about um, the Bible, Christianity, and I saw this commercial, and I saw, you know, um, a little girl in front of an abortion clinic. I saw a gay man uh, getting his feet washed, and at the very end it says, he gets us. In my mind, if I was watching that and I didn't know anything about Christianity, I'd be like, oh, Jesus gets me. Yeah, so I can just live exactly how I want to live. He's going to wash all my sins away anyway. Yeah, he understands my sin. He accepts my sin, even though I'm living in sin. And I don't want you to get confused. Jesus loves you. Right. He does not love your sin. No. Right? And it actually... Yeah, it's very misleading. Yeah. Very misleading. And so my thing was like... I get it, right? We want to tell tell about the love of Jesus, but I... and. I'm a very skeptic person. I will say this. Mm-hmm. I like to punch holes and stuff. So when I see that and I see how easily it can be misinterpreted, how easily, I feel like they did that on purpose. Right. Because they didn't put it, you know, super solid, firm foundation where it's like, oh, you couldn't mess this up if you wanted to. It was like, don't write a line. Well, my thing is, it's it's not offensive at all. No. It points no fingers. It points out no. It doesn't convict you. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't do it. If, if anything, it, it just says, oh, it's all okay. Yeah, he gets you. He gets yeah. And that's what... And, and my How thing, you're living, keep doing that. It's all okay. He gets you. Yeah, and, and my thing is like, it's it said in there, you know, Jesus, uh, what did it say? He teaches... Teaches... He, he didn't teach He didn't hate. teach hate. He washed feet. And my thing was like... What do those two have to do with one another? Yeah. First of all, like he didn't wash feet because he got his disciples. Hey, I understand you're sinning and I accept mm-hmm. that. I'm going to wash your feet anyways. He did it because he was like, hey, you're these little itty bitty dots mm-hmm. in the universe and I'm God, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to humble down myself to your level and I'm going to mm-hmm. wash your feet. Right. And so, and, and I don't, Jesus doesn't hate, but I would say he hates sin. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair statement. Right. And so I don't know. I, I just, I don't want people to get confused when you watch that. It's like, yeah, he Jesus loves you, but he doesn't love a lifestyle of homosexuality. Right. He does not love abortion. He does not love murder, rape, mm-hmm. all et cetera, right? And so I just wanted to like kind of clearly that that just it threw and I could be going way deeper than it is. Yeah, we might just be being haters. I might I might be being a hater, but nobody could tell me that you you could watch that and be like yeah, I know exactly what they mean by yeah, that. That, that yeah. could swing either way. Like, <laughs> and I feel like that's, that's, I don't know. I feel like they did that on purpose because it's like you could easily m- misinterpret this or like, mm-hmm. you know, take this the wrong way. If you're not, if you don't already have like a spirit of discernment or, mm-hmm. you know, that Christianity mindset, biblical Misinformation. mindset. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. After, after watching it, am I, go- am I going too far or is it? Do I have someone? No, no, I mean, like, as soon, all right, my thought process when I was watching it, like, I was like, all right, I get it. I get what they're doing here, like, from the, from the whatever. Then the, at the end, when it flashed, like, Jesus didn't teach hate or whatever. So it's really, it's almost, it's almost like this is about God, but we're going to, the only offensive thing or like whatever it said, was against Christians. Yeah. Because it was saying, y'all are hateful and he didn't teach that. You're doing it all wrong. That's what it said. And, and my thing was like, even when I first watched the only, it... The only way of life that it called out was Christians. 
Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you yeah, know what like, I mean? Oh, y'all need to be The only better. thing that it pointed out being wrong is Christians, my, which that, makes me question the... My, that thing, the only thing that it really did for me was that, that ad shouted acceptance more than well, yeah. anything else, right? He gets us. He didn't teach hate, you know, washing each other's feet, right? First of all, you took something, washing each other's feet, you <laughs> took that out of context with what it was meant for, why Jesus did it. You took it out of context mm-hmm. and put it instead of being a humbling event or a humbling action to being an accepting action. I'm doing this for you because I accept your homosexuality. I'm doing this because I accept that you're okay with getting abortions or whatever it is. And I don't, I don't know. It's almost like the person who read the feet thing is like, oh, it, sim- it symbolizes he washes away our sin. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not what it was a symbol. <laughs> that was not what it was sim- <laughs> and know, I, and symbolically I was, meaning. I looked at uh, this website, He Gets Us, the, the foundation or whatever, and there, there was a lot of, um, of course, I'm going to use the word hate when they just said he didn't teach hate. But there was a lot of backlash from a lot of conservatives towards this foundation saying like, hey, y'all are, y'all have an agenda. We, we can't say we know what it is for sure, but y'all mm-hmm. have some kind of agenda that you're pushing that, you know, we don't like. Because like, right. right when I watched it, I was just immediately like, I didn't even know why I didn't like it. I was just immediately turned off to it like, like in my, I don't know whether it's a spirit of discernment or within me, I was just yeah, like, 100%. I was just like. Something about that isn't right. Not right. And yeah. I don't know what it is. It's crazy. We, literally, I was talking with somebody that Sunday at church about, like, I was like, man, I feel sorry for people who haven't grown up or, you know, grown up in a certain background or grown up going to church and stuff like that or who aren't mature enough in their faith. Like, they can be sold something fake easily so quickly. Easily. Yeah. Whereas we see it and we and we know something's wrong with it as soon as like it's hard to, you know, it's hard to get anything by people who've been in it for a while or have been taught the. Yeah. So it's like the fact that that happened right after I had a conversation about it's crazy because yeah. like you said anybody who doesn't know any better could just be like oh yeah because and my thing is like. It- and you want, and hey, I'm glad they, they put the name of Jesus on a Super Bowl commercial, right? I'm just glad that they even put that out there. But you're, the Jesus you're selling isn't the Jesus in the Bible, mm-hmm. right? You were putting out this. And super- we're not saying that Jesus is hateful. No, so don't, yeah, he's that's not. The, the, he, like I said, he loves you. But I think it's also a fair statement to say that he hates sin. Yeah, he right? hates sin. He wants you. He wants you know what he made you for, the person he made you to be. He doesn't want your sinful lifestyle, your baggage mm-hmm. that you added yourself. So that's my thing. It's like you want people to follow Jesus, but you want them to know who Jesus is, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I am a believer, you know, and um, there there was a pastor that told that story. I can't remember his name. He was telling that story about uh, uh, he had a youth come up to him and said he was like, Pastor, he was like, can I can I uh, can I still follow Jesus if I smoke weed or something like <laughs> yeah, that? He, yeah. says, he said something like that, and uh, he was like, Yeah, you can. Yeah, and he was like, No, like I mean, weed like, like marijuana, yeah, marijuana, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, Yeah, I know. He's like, you're good. And he was like, what? He's like, I can't smoke weed and have a relationship with Jesus. And the guy, the pastor said to him, he said, um, do you clean yourself up before you take a bath? That's right. He said. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I, I know you, what video you're talking do about. you clean yourself before you get in the shower and take a bath? <laughs> he was like, no. He was like, neither do you need to clean up your lifestyle before you get to Jesus. Right. He said, you or, get to Jesus 
and then he'll clean, he'll clean up your you lifestyle. Up. And so, what that's kind of saying is like, oh, you can you can just be with Jesus and that you, you don't have to change anything or nothing's going to change. Yeah. Or that he's not going to change you. And I know a lot of people that have that mentality. Like, I used to have that mentality. Yeah. It's like, well, hey, once I get out of this partying phase, you know, <laughs> hey, I'll I'm clean young. up my act and I'll get right with Jesus, right? But in reality, it's like, doesn't matter when, where, how, mm. whatever. Like, what's what space and... Uh, I don't know. I, I can't, like, I don't understand. Like I said, we've, we've talked about, it's like they took this scripture way over here and, and this one over here, and they're like, let's make these work together. I don't know. I know we're beating a dead horse right now, so we'll, we'll <laughs> call it frustrating. We'll though. call it quits, but I just, I don't know. I, did, I wanted you to watch it, and I kind of wanted you to see, like, I don't know. I, I thought that it could be too easily misinterpreted to be put out there like that. No, I watched um, the, yeah, I watched the halftime show and then the end of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, and there was another commercial, uh, and it was, I can't remember. I should have, I should have looked more into that one too, but it was talking about, like, who is your neighbor? You know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it says, you know, love, love your neighbor. Thy neighbor. Yeah. yeah, love your neighbor as you love Same organization? Yeah, same organization. They put, the, they put out two This ads. is a lot. It, was this one also a minute? Yeah, I think so. God, this yeah. is, that's $28 million. <laughs> they got it like put that. Put up by but, this. Um, yeah, but they, they must I'd have I'd love it. to know who backs this organization. Probably some liberals Black or something like that. I don't <laughs> Black know. BlackRock. Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Yeah um so yeah that's really all i have i just wanted you to look at that and kind of tell me what your you know what your thoughts were i don't like it <laughs> i don't, I don't like know it. and like i said i could be being a hater right now and i am somewhat of a skeptic we're, we're the we're the hate we're the hate that they're talking about. yeah the hate that they're talking about we're it um <laughs> no i mean i just i don't know i just uh you're riding a fine line and you know if you are if, or if you're not you know um and i don't think I think with all the money they put into this, I think they knew exactly what they were doing. I, yeah, I, I don't think, think some you, of that. You just fling an ad out there with seven million or fourteen million dollars. I think with that's it. some of that reprobate mind that Keith talks about. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So, anyways, what you got? All right, so we're gonna dive into. I think this is right up me and you are our alley. Okay, so right. we've talked about finances a lot. We always do. Mm-hmm. Um, back when we first started it, and even now. Um. And I guess we probably, as we said when we kind of did this 2.0 thing, we didn't do it right. Right. So what we should have done is we should have done straight to the Bible, see what it had to say about money and finance and stuff like that. Obviously, we've already talked to everybody about tithing. Okay? Right. We've already done that. So we've kind of, I don't want to beat that dead horse to use that saying again. And I, I want to I wanna say this too. I love how we talked about all this stuff. And then Billy immediately started doing the sermon. Dude, on it. <laughs> I noticed the same thing. I was like, it's kind of crazy. We literally just, he's talking about uh, how it's the only place in the Bible where it says, test me or whatever. We had and literally just talked about it. I, I think swear, he listened to our podcast. I he think said, he did. <laughs> I think he did. So I you're think, welcome. Yeah, yeah, Billy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying that he did or did not, but it was like. But that was, that's crazy that like where we were on the same wave in a sense. Yeah. Because we did that before the sermon. And then Cole did the. Cole did the exact same thing, and I was like, "If I didn't know any better, well, I'd... they started the whole generosity yeah um right. series, yeah, and it like went right along with what we were talking about, or what we had just talked about. It was like, like hold up, are we all on the same like wavelength? <laughs> hey, y- right y'all got shooting the breeze pulled up out there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and staff took really like, y'all hey, hear this? <laughs> staff meeting Tuesday morning. Hey guys, y'all need to listen to this. <laughs> That'd be crazy. But uh, that would be wild. yeah. When I when I heard that, I was like. 
Yeah, I literally thought the same thing. When Cole started talking last Tuesday night, I looked at you. You weren't looking at me, though. Oh, I was probably... You were drained. I was Sorry. A, I was Do you a, want to talk about that at all? Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Just, just keep hey, going, no, bro. Let's just keep going. <laughs> all right. Well, my first thing that I'm going to do here is a disclaimer, because uh-huh. I would hate for anybody to uh, walk away with, with the wrong idea. Mm-hmm. So... um. Well, and we've kind of picked on this before or talked about it, is that I just want to do a disclaimer saying God cannot bless laziness, poor spending habits, lack of priority or self-discipline in finances or any other venture. I want to say that because it's like you can I can give you this advice that I've pulled from, you know, the Bible and stuff like that. But if you spend more than you make, if you and there's scriptures that say not to do that. But if you have really bad spending habits, you gamble your money. You gamble your money away. Yeah. Or you're just a poor steward. You know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's not God's fault. Yeah. I mean, that's, like on, the, that's on you. Yeah. Um. Or if you like, when I say priorities, I mean like, you buy a house that you really can't afford, mm. or you buy cars that you really can't afford. Yeah. You know, th- things like that. Like that stuff don't it, it don't matter that much to have a big nice. Yeah, you know, house or whatever, because the way it looks and blah blah blah, like buy what you can afford. Yeah, don't don't expect to to have a ton of money if you can't make if you're making poor financial decisions. <laughs> yeah, like, so I just I just want to say that yeah, that, that's kind of my. This works if you are a good steward. Yes, <laughs> if yes, you're this not, is, it all goes hand in hand together. You just go and cut it off because you you lost. Um, in fact, and I pulled up one scripture to kind of justify that. It's a lot of this is proverbs, by the way, which. Makes sense. Duh. But um, so Proverbs ten four says a slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of a of the diligent makes rich. Laziness. So yes, that leads me into one of the things I want to talk about is like even the quality of work you do. Make sure that it like, and I feel I felt like sometimes I felt dumb saying that because I was like my job is so great and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, anybody who knows me and is like, oh, you work for the state, shut up about working hard. And <laughs> hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I will say the only, and I mean, you can come at me, but like the only reason that our schedule is so great is because when something comes time to be done, we do it right away. Right. We schedule out, we make sure we get ahead if we need to. Like we had two week schools or, you know, we had schooling where we knew we were going to have to be ahead by a week. So we would stack two days on top of each other sometimes and stay out or whatever we work even when, like, some, some people will just stay in when it's raining. We work even when, you know, if, as long as it's not pouring down rain, because that's dangerous. Right. But we work when it's uh, below freezing weather. We work when there's a heat wave going on. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't shy away from work. Like, right. that's, that's not the case. Uh, I guess maybe I'm just defending myself a little bit there. Well, I mean, even Scripture says, you know, um, do everything as if you're doing unto the Lord. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you don't. You shouldn't be going in there, or what does it say, a slack hand? Yes. Yeah, you shouldn't be going in there, you know, with a, a lazy demeanor with, you know. Right, and our job leans itself to, like, you could barely get by with our job easily. Right. But we don't. We make right. sure, like, we look at the whole bridge. We make sure, I mean. Just don't be complacent. Yeah, we, we, we're not lazy about it. Like, that's, that's the thing. So that's one of the things I want to talk about is, like, God can't bless you if you're, you know, half doing your job, lazy, have bad priorities and bad spending habits and stuff like that. Like right. He can't, he, he can't, he can't bless that if you, if you don't have the right it's attitude. It's not that you have to put some skin in the game, but like, cause we, we say God plus nothing is more than enough. Right. right. So you, it's not like you have to put skin in the oh, game. Oh, I mean, oh, it's the very same side of this. Um, 
I would like to say the people like for people who are struggling and stuff, there's all the same scriptures. I didn't grab any of these because this is mostly just like financial advice for what to do with your money, mm. not what to do when you don't have no money. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't really pull those because I feel like those are two different things. Right. But I mean, there's numerous, uh, numerous, you know, verses about um, if he dresses the really, you know, the lilies and or dresses the, whatever like not says. worrying and stuff. Yeah, not like he's your provider, you know, all like there's so many about that. Um, yeah. And we could do a whole separate episode just on those. Well, I mean, this is still good to know. You don't have to have a lot to You don't have to invest a lot. Like we're not asking right. for like right. thousands of dollars, but like you can invest a little bit that you have. Mm-hmm. And, and this is basically you're trying to explain to them best investments spiritually yes, or biblically yes, yes what what to do with it right with the little that you have with, with little or a lot what right. to do with it okay so and like i said we've already had a whole conversation about tithing we've done a whole episode about it yep shut up about, if you haven't listened if to you that, haven't listened to that one it's great um i've got one on debt and there was a there was probably one more i, I pulled up mm. but um because this one's interesting to me and I, i'm going to be throwing these back at you by the way just okay. to kind of get your mind in it too Okay. Because we usually think pretty similar about stuff. Mm-hmm. So the one is also from Proverbs 22, 7. It says, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. I mean, kind okay. of makes sense. Yeah. Um, now, to, I'm sure we've all seen like Dave Ramsey and stuff like that. Oh, have he, we? he preaches, you know, have no debt. Don't have any debt. Okay. He, yeah. That's hard. He's an extremist. Yes. That, I respect his ideologies. That's hard. Now, I've obviously just said, like, don't buy things you can't afford. Don't, you know, whatever like that. So it depends on what is, what can't you afford? If it's, if you can't uh, afford it with your own money and you're not supposed to go in debt, does that mean don't buy it? Yeah. I'm, not, re- I'm no. not like that. I respect the guy's ideas. I yes. do. I respect them. In a perfect world, yeah, I'd love to, to be able to go and do things but you without can't, debt. You can't get mad at me if I have to pull a loan to buy a house. <laughs> Especially in today's economy, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I'm sorry. I wish I could have a hundred thousand dollars in my pocket like yes. that, or whatever. Well, but the argument would be, okay, don't buy a hundred thousand dollars house. Buy, buy. But where is where is there buy a, a shed? Most houses, there's not a single house on the market. I don't I, like. I say that, and I'm being. There probably is, but yes, there's not a saying. livable house on the market. Probably yeah. that is your that is less than your yearly wage. Yeah, I, test me on that. Yeah. Test me on that. I mean, you can lower your expectations quite a lot, but there's a certain line. It's like... I'm just saying, in today's world... Yeah. And we've, we've, talked, about the, we've talked about this, the silent uh, depression. depression that we're in, you know, and stuff like that. The inflation. Yeah, because housing costs used to be less than the average yearly wage. Mm-hmm. You could buy... Uh, that doesn't exist anymore. It yeah. Just, it just doesn't. Yeah. So that was an interesting one to me. Um, I'm not saying the the Bible is saying stay completely out of debt. I don't know if that's what it's saying. No, because then there's also scriptures that say, um, whatever debts you owe, pay them back. Be you know, and without interest. Yes, with yeah. Uh, well, there's one about um. Well, it says like if you're lending to a. Yeah, I wish I had the exact. No, well, there's two different ones. There's one that's saying pay back all your debts, as in don't cheat people, don't. Right. Um, rob people like like that's robbery basically yeah like you not paying back debts uh debts is robbery yeah um there's ones about i think i have it pulled up on my phone and i just didn't add it because i was like i ah, maybe not talk about that but um yeah well i know it does say something about like so lending. obviously people had debt even yeah. back then right 
Um, I think that was more common actually back then, right. Than it is now, right. having debt. I right. don't know. I don't know what the statistics are, but I imagine back in like Jesus's time and after that, a couple hundred years, yeah. that debt was pretty common. Um, there's poverty like, was common. There's ones about really obvious stuff like taxes, like paying your taxes. And stuff. It's that is also included in there, as in pay what you owe. Right. Pay what is owed, you know. Give, um, what C- give what's Caesar's to Caesar yeah. and give what's to God's to God. Right. Like it's, I mean, that's about paying taxes, y'all. So, um, annual taxes. Another one is inheritance and legacy. So, talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big advocate for this. I've heard some people say, um, like, I'm just going to live with my money and I ain't leaving nothing Screw for my, my kids. kids. Yeah. They, yeah. like, they can. They can take care of themselves. Yeah. And that's, that's great if you do teach them how to take care of yourself. That's true. But Proverbs thirteen twenty two says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Right. So he's saying, like, generation and the generation after. Like, I'm Your a big... kids. Yeah, I'm a big, like, I'm trying to start generational wealth. Like, mm. that's what I'm going for. Right. Um, I may not be a millionaire, but my kids are going to be because of what I do. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully if I can just keep passing that down, like yeah. next thing you know, you're Yeah, it only takes one generation to to destroy your right legacy though, your inheritance, yes. if you will. Yes. So that's why you gotta train your kids right. Raise up your kids in the way that they should go. And they won't depart from it. Yep. So um yeah, but I yeah, I definitely uh I mean I wouldn't want to just like leave my kids high and dry. No, that's I'm, I'm not awful. Okay. Like I'm not leaving I'm going to, to Enjoy your enjoy, yeah, enjoy yeah. your money. Like for I sure. spent all this time like trying to save up this money. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna make sure my wife has mm-hmm. what she wants and like I have what I want. And it's not like you get my leftovers. I will intentionally right. keep some money aside for my children. Right. But yeah, I'm not I mean, it's not gonna be like, all right, I work till I'm dead. Here's all my money. Like, nah, <laughs> yeah. nah. I'm gonna enjoy a little bit of it before you yes, get your cut. For so. sure. Anyways. Uh the next one I have is on budgeting. Because I was like, maybe budgeting is about I like I said, I was just sitting there thinking like does the Bible say something about this? Does it say something about this? Right. Uh, it says, know well the conditions of your flocks. Um, I would like to kind of preface, most everyone's wealth back in these days were tied up in livestock, what you could trade, what you could sell, um, yeah, like, materials, things like that. Okay? Yeah. Um, and that'll, that's a good preface for a few of our others also. Tangible. So it says, uh, know well for the condition of your flocks and give attention to your herds, for riches do not last forever. And does a crown endure to all? In, uh, I can't speak all to to all generations. When the grass is gone and the new growth appears, and the vegetation of the mountains is gathered, the lambs will provide your clothing, and the goats the price of the field. There will be enough goats' milk for your food, for the food of your of uh, for the food of your household, and the maintenance for your girls. So, like everything that they had, um, it's basically like making sure everything's covered, accounting for every. Like in our case, it would be money. Like mm. we're making sure every, and this is another thing that Dave Ramsey preaches coincidentally, mm. um, is like account for every dollar, know where every dollar is going, making every dollar have a purpose. Right. You know, that sort of mentality. Yeah. And um, I, I can't hit on that. No. Well, I mean, no. I think uh, a budget. <sighs> Even if the purpose for a dollar is, it's just throwaway money. Or like Cole talked about Tuesday. Having a little money set aside to, to bless, bless people. somebody else, yeah. Like, it's still assigning a purpose to it, you know? Right. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not trying to go off on a little tangent here. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy listening to Billy on Sundays talk about giving 
And I love how he always says afterwards, he's like, because immediately when a church talks about money, you're like, this guy, yeah. this guy wants my <laughs> ah, money. Here we go again. Let me get my checkbook out. This guy wants my money, These right? Jews. And I love, uh, <laughs> I love uh, how he always says, you know, like, I'm not, I don't want your money. I'm doing this for you right because right. i want you to be blessed i don't want your money and i love how he even went to as far as to say hey if you ain't if you ain't seeing the blessings i'll write you a check yeah we'll give it back we give it back to you that's ballsy <laughs> yeah that is hey kudos to him because that's ballsy but i love it because it's like you mm-hmm. know you know it's gonna work it's gonna hit 10 out of 10 Anyways, right and there was another um another scripture about um planning out to build a tower it talks about, and it's like, you don't want to get towards the end of the construction and realize that you didn't have enough money to do it. Mm. Uh, I didn't pull that one because it was like, who here is building a tower? I feel like that's also going to have something to do with like diligence or something. Right. Like some diligent with your money or mm-hmm. something like that. Resources, I guess. So I thought that was cool. Budgeting. Like making sure everything's in order, making sure you have a place for everything to go, keeping track of everything. Right. We're big budget people. We, we, we like to have money. <laughs> Yes, I guess we do. If that's one way to say it, yeah. I, I at least like knowing where it's going. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like if I looked at my account, I was like, "Where is this? Like, where'd that money go?" I would freak out. I, one thing I, I maturing is, not, I'm not doing a meme, but like I am okay with not having money. Yeah, I am like, and, and not in the sense where it's like I like being broke. Cause Man, I, I like struggling. Cause I'm not. Yeah, I love <laughs> worried about my bills. No, I, I'm not even like I'm not even like in a bad financial space. But even there, there, I, some people might have this. I don't know. I have this. I have a right. threshold. I don't like to go below. Right. Right. And even there will be some bills that pop up, and it's like I got to go below the threshold. Right. right? Yeah. Even though I don't like it. But it, I don't know. I'm I I'm starting to get to a space where it's like I have peace still, dude. I literally. It's funny you talk about this because my boss talked about this and my boss is one of the like biggest penny pinchers I know. Okay. <laughs> He's like, listen, man. He said, it's just money. <laughs> hey, hey, <bro. laughs> like, that's easy for you to say, but <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Like him, him being where he's at and stuff. And he's just like, it's like, it'll come back. Hey man, let it go. <laughs> oh, I, which we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Um, well, about a certain mentality that I believe that you should have yeah. um, about money. Okay. Okay. Um, so this next one is right up our alley is investing, diversification, and waiting for the quote unquote perfect time. Mm. Okay. So it's Ecclesiastes 11, uh, one through six. It says, cast your bread upon the waters for you will find it after many days. Give a portion to seven or even to eight for you know not what disaster will happen on earth. If the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where the tree falls, there it will lie. He who observes the wind will not sow. He who regards the clouds will not uh, reap. As you do not know the way the spirit comes to the bones in the womb of a woman, uh, of a woman with child, so you do not know the work of God who makes everything in the morning. Sow your seed, and at evening withhold not your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, this or that, or whether both alike will be good. Now that's a lot. So I'm getting a lot of uh, unpredictable right um, sayings out of that. Like you don't know. Yeah, you don't know what's going to go up, what's going to go down, what's going to. It's saying be diversified, um, so that if one venture, there was another one that talked about um, the the traders. If you only traded in wool, well, as soon as if you were to send a ship off with just wool, 
mm. and it goes down, and especially if you sent all of your wool mm. and the ship goes down, you're flat broke. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. As opposed to like if you kept 20% of it, mm. then you can kind of start, you know, start back again. Or if you, but better than yet, don't just deal wool, deal in spice, deal in this. And, you know, it talked about those things. Right. Like have a bunch of different ventures yeah. so that if anything happens with one, it doesn't sink the whole, you know, your whole thing. Right. Um, and then it also was talking about, I see a lot of people like, oh, I'll start investing or I'll start saving when I get this raise. Right. Or I, blah, blah, blah. Mm-mm. never gonna work it's no. <laughs> never gonna Don't work it's never gonna just do it now just do, do it it's can. like billy says um you know do it with the small things even in the small things yeah do the same um there's no perfect time there's yeah. no perfect time to start saving there's no perfect time to start investing there's just now like do it now and go ahead and start even if it's the tiniest bit do it that's the biggest thing that like it's crazy that people still don't this doesn't click with them it's like I'm too, I'm too broke to tithe. I'm too broke to, to give or to save or do whatever it is. And it's like, you do realize that if God can't trust you with the little bit that you yeah, have, you're not getting the big, you're, you're not, not getting going. More. Yeah. You're never going to go up until you le- learn to be like, you know what? I ain't got it, but I'm going to trust in the first place. I, I really, I took off a bunch. All right. Because yeah, I, mean, I was like, maybe this is just beating a dead horse or saying things that we've already said. No, there was I mean, literally a bunch of scriptures that was like, none of it. All of it is from God. Right. All of it. Okay. Yeah. You're given, you're trusting God. Like you're given the small portion. You're not given that so that he blesses that. You're giving him that so that he blesses the rest. Yeah. Like that's, right. that's the mentality. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I said, I had a lot of fun uh, doing the research, doing on the this. research on this. Cause there was a ton, like right. there's so much. And I was like, I don't know what to keep, what to leave out, what the, right. we would have been here for hours. And then the next one, this is a big one for me, or something I've started doing in just the past like year or so, is seek wise counsel. Um, it says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, uh, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Mm. Um, I, I'm a big advocate for, and this is one of these things too, it's like, um, so like I meet with people usually like, if not every week, like every other week, I meet with somebody for lunch mm-hmm. on Friday whether it be Josh Blunt, who's a good buddy of mine. Um, and like, if I had to buy his lunch every time, which I never do because he's, he won't let me like he, right. he's going to get me the next time. And um, it would be worth it every time because the, the knowledge I get or the life experience I get. And um, I called him just a couple of days ago asking about like house stuff, you know, like, right. Hey, when this, when this goes where, like, is this a taxable event? Like, I mean, this is all in the weeds of things, but right. like, just ask, like having those people in my life where I can call up and be like, Hey, is this a good idea? Is this not a good idea? You know, should I wait to do this? Or uh, I call Coleman Jones up, you know, throw back to him. And oh, I'm, Coleman like, Jones. I'm like, hey, I've got, you know, this set aside. Where do I need to put it? You think to? I mean, just stuff like that. Right. Like, so, I'm thankful to have people in my life. And if you don't have those people, like get them. Right. And I, it'll pay off every time. Yeah. No, I agree. There's always somebody who's smarter in some aspect <laughs> yes. of life than yes. you are. And they somewhere better. The biggest thing is, you know, a lot of our parents and grandparents, like, hey, they done did it twice and messed them both up, but they, they know now, right? Yes. Like, they've done things. They've experienced things. And it's like, I don't know. I never, sometimes I get, like, so, like, oh, hey, I've, I've seen some people do it like this. I'm going to do it like this. And I never think to, like, call my dad or call my grandpa right. or something like that. I'd be like, he probably done messed this up three times. Like, uh, I bet you he knows. I've, you I've know? heard stories of Jerry Caldwell that people would come to me and be like, 
I'm, you know, let's say I'm like 22 years old and I'm thinking about doing this or whatever, but I'm worried. But, and he would, and he'd be like, you're how old? And they're like, I'm 22. He's like, you could do that, go, you know, get rich and then go broke five times before, yeah. you know, before any of it even matters, before any of it even matters. Like right. you, you've got plenty of time, like you can lose it all and, and gain it all back, gain like, it back three like, different times yes. and still be okay. So and still be okay. Right. Yeah. We, we, I, and we don't have. We have no problems, you know, versus like what other people in different no, parts of the no. world are going through. I'm not through. trying to make light of no, no, the no. situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. We have it very, you know, good. I think a lot of our community has it very good um, mm-hmm. compared to a lot of other people. Man, I world. was, you weren't there. Did but, you listen to the, I don't want to out you. Did you listen to the sermon that, uh, the week you were at drill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking that, about the, the basket? The basket, yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because I was sitting there going, I was like... It's like the only... Because he kept saying, like, new couples, like, you know, this... And I know a lot of them probably are. And right. I was just sitting there being so grateful that I was like, I don't feel like I'm in the... What is it? Barrel? Barrel is like where you have just enough. Yeah, barrel's just enough. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like me and Jude are in the basket. In the basket. And yeah. that's crazy. Like, to be... We're not even one year married. And so, I, I'm, I don't know. I just I, felt I really grateful. The, uh, I love the... The idea behind that, how it works, it's like you can't move up until you give more. Right. It's right. like you have to lose more and, and able to gain more. And it's like right. if you look at it in like the natural laws of science and stuff like that, or just the laws of life or whatever, it's like that don't work. Right. But on God's terms and on God's, you know, mm-hmm. um, on his laws, that works 10 out of 10 <laughs> yeah, times. Every time. It's like, man, like the only way I can go up is by taken away from myself or taken away money or sacrifice. whatever. Yeah, sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifices. It's like, crazy. Um, he'd be doing stuff like that, though. How, how, how long are we in this? I don't know. Probably like 50 minutes or something. I've got one more thing, and I'm pretty sure you've heard this before, mm-hmm. is the live open-handed mentality. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you want, do you want to open this up? You nope. want to talk about it? You want me to do yeah. it? Okay. The mentality is that if everything you have, you, you know, clench your fist and hold it. Mm-hmm. Nothing can come in, nothing can go out. But if you open your hand and you say, all right, it's all God's, everything that comes in, it can go out to wherever God wants it to go. And if you stay like that, God can keep giving, he can keep giving, he can keep giving. People will keep giving, keep giving, keep giving, as long as you keep sending it out towards, you know, things like God wants you to do, blessing people, buying people's lunch, buying people's, you know, dinner or covering this or that or given uh not just your time but giving a gift like living like that and saying like none of it's mine so i'm just going to send it wherever god wants it to go right that sort of mentality i that that changed my life i think even more so than tithing that changed my life living with that open hand and and the trend is is that usually when god puts something in your hand yeah you want to you want to close your hand he finally gave me something i'm gonna white knuckle it now but it's like why are you doing that? Because now I can't give you more. Right. You you closed it off to me. And uh, is, that, is that all you had? Yeah, pretty okay, much. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> no, I, I want to end off with a story oh, Lord. that we're talking about this, right? And I've told you this story before, okay. but I don't think anybody else has heard it. Um, so when, when Cole had asked the other night, he said, does anybody have any stories about being blessed, right? Mm-hmm. And then... um. Uh, Garrison Pierce's brother. Uh, why can't I think? You're not gonna remember his name, and I don't, I don't either. Okay, so well, because we just hey, suck shout as, out Garrison. We Pierce's suck brother. as people. <laughs> <laughs> we are terrible people. But shout out you, man. Um, he told his story about uh, a truck he had. You told your story about yeah. a, a truck that you a had. Truck. 
Um, and I was gonna tell a story, and I and I ended up I not I didn't do it, but I'm gonna tell it now. Um, okay, he's saving it for the podcast. I saved it for the podcast. So this was, and people can call this a coincidence. I call it God. Yeah, because stuff like that just does it. Like I'm a very unlucky person. I'm not unlucky, <laughs> but I, if this stuff's gonna happen, if it, this is luck, it ain't gonna happen to you. It ain't gonna happen to me if this stuff kind of, this kind of stuff isn't God. So. But anyways, it was right before you were getting married, and okay. I know um, people were like buying y'all gifts and stuff like that. And I was, I was thinking, I was like, man, what should I get? Sorry. Oh, I know what you're about to talk about. Yeah, and so um, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna get. You just got the house and everything, yeah. so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get that man a lawnmower. You got me a lawnmower. Yeah. Oh, like a little push. It wasn't nothing fancy, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get him a push lawnmower. And at the time, I had a. I had racked up a lot of debt because of uh, some classes I was taking, mm-hmm. some vet bills I'd gotten with Eloise. I think around that time was when Cassie almost killed our dog. And so that, <laughs> don't, I had, don't blame that on Cassie. <laughs> Cassie almost killed her. And so I had, I had accumulated a lot of debt. And in the moment, I was like, man, I was like, I really don't have the money for this. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to just trust God. It's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Right. And so... I get with my dad or whatever. I'm like, hey, man, I got to go pick up this lawnmower. Can you come with me? Because I didn't have a truck or anything. And he was right. like, yeah, yeah. He's got, he's like, I got you. He was like, just meet me at my house. And so I was like, all right. So I ride over there the, the next morning and I didn't have any cash on me or mm-hmm. anything. And uh, I was buying it off Facebook Marketplace. So I was like, I need to get some cash. Yeah. So I get to this gas station and I go into <laughs> I the gas station. I, I, I don't know if I'd say this. Now, I don't know if I'd say this. Look, it's been over a year, okay? Nobody's hunting me down for this, okay? So I get to this gas station, and the lawnmower I was buying you was 200 bucks. Right, right? around tax season. You know uh, and I go into this gas station, and I go to the ATM, mm-hmm. and I punch in my pen or whatever, and I click 200 bucks. Yep. So I'm waiting there for a second. I'm playing on my phone, and as I'm playing on my phone, I look past my phone at to the ATM at the ATM, and I I see the money there. I was like, shoot! I was like, this this thing's dead silent. I didn't even hear my money, yeah. you know, get dispensed. So I grab the the money, I count it. It's two hundred bucks, and I start walking away, and I hear the thing, <laughs> and I I start hearing bills come out again. Yeah, and I turn around and I look at the ATM, and here comes money dispensing yeah. out of it. And I was like. Oh, okay. So I go back and I look at the receipt for off the transaction and it, uh, it the, the last digits were my bank mm-hmm. and I count the money and it was 200 bucks. And I was like, so I'm looking at my, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there. My man just got the two for one. I was sitting there at all like, what? And so I get to looking on my, my account, making sure that it didn't dispense 400 bucks rather than 200. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it only had one transaction of $200. <laughs> And there happened to be $200 already sitting into that ATM. Now, I might have broke the law. I might have done something wrong here. But I don't know what to do when I go to an ATM. There's money in it. There's no receipt. And sure, yeah, I could have went to the, to the um, register lady and been like, look, I just found 200 bucks in there. She doesn't own that ATM. A different yeah. company owns that. She's going to be like, yeah, I'll hold on to it or whatever. And, and Back pocket. Right. So what I did is I kept it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't spend the $200 that I found. I, I spent my money, right? right? And I went and bought the lawnmower. And I held on to that money for about a month and a half and mm-hmm. just waited. That's what Keith told me. He said, wait and see if anybody calls you. So I waited, I waited, I waited. Because if they wanted to, they could go in there. The owner at, of the ATM, they could see something that's not accounted for. Right. right. And they can see, who, okay, who came to the ATM next, right? Right. And so, but I never got a phone call about it. I never got anything. 
But, and, and like I'm saying, a lot of people will be like, hey, that was a coincidence. There happened to be 200 bucks in that ATM. I think I took a leap of faith and trusted in God with something I might not have had in the moment. And God was like, you know what? I'm going to bless that. Wham. Wham. Here, God, hey, you God didn't, bought my lot. Like, <laughs> and, and to me, it's so crazy that stuff like that, like God works in the most mysterious ways. Like it's like most illegal. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> who, who knows? I mean, that's it, showing up on your taxes. And that's, <laughs> probably. And that's okay. The IRS is going to come knocking at your door. <laughs> hey, hey, we heard your podcast. Hey, where's our 7%? Oh, um, that wasn't put on your taxes. No, but, and, and that's my thing, right? That might be, a, you know, it's just the most off the wall thing that could have happened but i believe 100%. i wonder like you didn't notice it when you first walked up no did you look at the thing no. prior to putting the thing in no i literally looked at the atm because it would have been wilder if you were like i looked nothing was there then punched in my numbers and then i looked down and it was there dude i sh- i swear that's what i'm saying i swear i went i looked at the atm and i was like man i gotta pee so i went and hit the bathroom real quick came back out put my card in punched my pen in Pull my car back out or whatever. Or no, it stays in there until you get your money. Mm-hmm. So I put it in there and I punch my thing in. I mean, we know 200. how an ATM works. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the 200 bucks, right? And I just took a step back and I just started playing on my phone. And I just happened to look past my phone and saw green. And I was like, yo, this thing is dead silent. And so anyways, but like I said, I just think it's, it's stuff like that. That's just like, man, hey. God is good. <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but hey, it, it, it happened. So, anyways, that's what I want to end with. Uh, <laughs> God is good. Look, I'm telling you. you, you I remember because it was right around. Yeah, it was right around. It was, was right married. before you got married, yeah. and it was like, I, I don't know. I just it threw me off because it was like, you might be in the worst corner, the worst pickle that you've ever been in, <laughs> and some way, somehow, God's gonna show up and deliver you from it, and it works. It just works. It works. That's all. That it was that tithe money. That was, was that t- and I did tithe, tithe on it. I tithed on that <laughs> money. That. I tithed. I tithed ten uh, percent off that that money I found. That twenty dollars. So, yeah, I said I. I gave God back the twenty bucks because you know. Thank you, Lord. I said, hey, you show up every time, man. But um, yeah, that's all I got, and I just wanted to leave off with that story. I like that. So, anyways, I had forgotten about that. I did too until I thought about it at his uh, young adults, and so. But hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Cody. And I'm Sawyer. And we'll see y'all in two weeks with another episode.